It's that time of year again. The NFL season is about to commence, uh, which means here in late August, it's time to draft your fantasy football team. And uh, what I love about fantasy football is that, and, and having been part of a league, is that you can still stay in touch with people that you aren't normally in direct communication with all the time. And it, it, there's a lot of pride in it, and it's just a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy it, and it, it makes the, watching the games a little bit more fun if it's not your team. Um, so I, I always enjoy it. And if, if you've been watching these videos, you've probably noticed this guy right over here. Now, uh, for those listening on the podcast, I'm holding up a, a miniature, it's a trophy. It's a glass, it looks like the Lombardi trophy. Maybe it's crystal. I don't know. It's it's pretty heavy. You hear this? Pretty heavy. Uh, I won my fantasy football league last year. You hear that? See how heavy that was? Um, I know on this this channel and the podcast, the content we typically talk about is philosophy, books, uh, learning, and being mindful and living an intentional life with purpose. But what's great about all this stuff is you can apply it to everything. So I apply it to, to everything in my life, including my fantasy football team. Okay? Yeah. I grew up in the Midwest, and here, sports are a big deal. Like, sports is part of the culture. And I, I love that society seems to become more and more subjective. You know, uh, everybody's ideas are great. Everybody's opinions are their own and everybody's feelings are real but in sports you know it's it's scoreboard did you win or did you lose right did you score or did you not score did you stop them or did you let them score right and i i love that objectivity <laughs> in life still um and i love with sports sports transcend sports themselves you know and you can use them as metaphors in life and and uh, you've probably noticed that with you know, content I've done with like Giannis and the Packers before. But, you know, it's about like, as an individual, you do your job and you work and you train and you, you're resilient and you work as a team and there's, there's a whole philosophy and a culture and the sport itself, the team represents the city and the regional culture and, and you're competing and there's just no excuses, you know? Um, if, if fans are talking about the refs or injuries, they're losers. They're losers. And if you're a fantasy football owner and you're making excuses about injuries and, oh, well, I drafted this person, but no, shut up. You're not good. Like, did you win or did you lose? And guess what? I won my fantasy league, right? So I'm going to share with you some, some tips on how to draft a championship level fantasy football team my fantasy football team name is the slick ricks uh just i'll just run down the roster that that won it last year i know that kind of stuff gets boring but real quick justin herbert quarterback nick chubb aaron jones ronald jones the second stefan diggs my guy cd lamb alan robinson the second tj hawkinson the colts d and daniel carlson a kicker of las vegas you gotta have an overall philosophy and you have to have a consistent approach to your team. For me, it's about peace of mind. I feel like, and this is in life too, when you make decisions, make a decision and stand by it, right? You draft these players for a reason. 
Now, you also have to understand too that probably like, especially your bench, things are gonna fluctuate, right? Uh, and that's okay. But you wanna get like solid guys when when you draft. I don't look at all those those ranking sheets, especially ESPN. I'll look at the ringer, especially don't wanna use something like ESPN where everybody's using the same sheets, right? So then it just becomes chalk. You gotta think differently than, uh, than other people. Just by following the NFL, I kinda know where things are going, right? I just hear things and I know things. I just go off of intuition oftentimes and my intu intuition is often correct. You gotta prepare for injuries. Dak Prescott got injured in like week five and he was like tearing it up. But you can find quarterbacks pretty easily. Um, I didn't even draft Justin Herbert, so you can you can find decent people. Tight ends are always troubling for me. I didn't end with either of the tight ends I drafted last year, and that's okay. Some people will draft a tight end early if they can have production of like a wide receiver, but still you could probably get a wide receiver that will put up better production um, with that. I stay away from really poorly run franchises. So I don't draft Detroit Lions, New York Jets, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. The NFC East also is kind of you gotta you gotta keep your eye on. They're very inconsistent for for all these teams that have large fan bases and they seem to be on national TV all the time. Uh, the teams aren't really that good. Sometimes you want to think of what the offenses are going to be and through osmosis get players that are going to be on the field quite a bit, right? Offensive players. I bartend on the weekends, so I hear a lot of different things, right? And I pay attention to what people are saying. So uh, we're a Buffalo Bills bar. Shout out to Bills Mafia. Right when Stefan Diggs was traded for, they were talking about him a lot. And I've seen the the growth of a franchise and the stability within the organization. So I keep that in mind, right? And every single year, there's based on the scheduling, teams are gonna flip. So teams that weren't good are gonna be good and you have to keep your eye out for that. Uh, Super Bowl loser, I know everybody loves Mahomes and Kansas City, but like it's really hard to mentally come back from that challenge. So what I'll do is I, I focus on the draft take care of business and kind of use my intuition of like how to pick players. Um, and then every week, every Tuesday morning, I'll sit down and I'll look over everything. And the way I follow games, I don't really pay attention to the highlights much. I focus on the box scores. I read all the box scores every during every Sunday, right? I look at all the box scores. I see kind of what's happening. I pay attention to the teams. And then Tuesday morning, I'll make like moves, but I won't make a lot of moves. It'll just be like, okay, I need to fix this problem. This is what I'm gonna do. And then you stand behind it, right? But you also have the flexibility to admit like, okay, we gotta move on from that. You don't wanna be someone who's obsessing about everything all the time, right? Peace of mind, draft your team, just make moves at the beginning of each week. There you go, right? Also when you're drafting, Pay attention to the rules, okay? Sometimes commissioners, the commissioners are very competitive people, right? Sometimes they'll tweak rules just a little bit and not really communicate them to the entire league. So you gotta really 
pay attention to that stuff. Uh, a friend and I had a conversation about this uh, not too long ago. They want to find the edge, and and sometimes they'll make it really arbitrary. They won't really communicate. Pay attention to that stuff. Um, so just to kind of review some of these things, figure out a way that's that's best for you, that works with your philosophy, that's going to work with your your life, right? You don't want it to consume your life, but you also want to be competitive. And, you know, so make moves that you're confident in. Do that right way. Stay away from, like, negative energy on teams and dysfunctional franchises. The quarterback position now has changed. And, and so everybody has, like, a mobile quarterback now. Or the ones that aren't mobile are getting phased out, like a Roethlisberger or a Matt Stafford. Um, even Aaron Rodgers of my Green Bay Packers. Uh, so, so you're going to get a lot of good points with quarterbacks that can run. Pay attention to the ground. What are people talking about? Don't go off of everybody else's list and just commit to a philosophy and do it, right? So good luck to you and your fantasy team. Uh, not everybody can win, you know, as we know. Oh, one last thing. If... Other league members are trying to trade for one of your players and you get multiple trade offers for a player, definitely keep that player. Uh, there are a few people last year that tried to get Nick Chubb from me because he was injured, right? But to me, just get to the playoffs and try to have everybody healthy in the playoffs. So be competitive during the regular season and then just get in the playoffs with hopefully a healthy team and then just, just crush it. Again, shout out to Stefan Diggs and uh, Slick Ricks. Here we go. Let's, let's get it again. Yeah. <laughs>